Junk. <laughs> you should probably rewind that. <laughs> hey, Justin. Hey, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, that beer uh, is doing something. It's doing wonderful things. Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Justin. And together we are Triggered. triggered. that that was a different kind of opening yes it was let's see how much i'll have to edit out probably none of it i i I hope (laughs) fuck it just leave it people that have been watching us by now probably understand yes (laughs) (laughs) well today we have our intimate episode where we are back nuts to nuts it's true sharing a mic well, the two mic setup just wasn't working until we figure out a way to minimize the fucking reverberations and the echoing in this room. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't help when you look away from the mic when you're trying to talk into the mic. Was I looking away? Yeah, you were like over here and then over here. Well, that's okay. It makes the podcast more dynamic. That's <laughs> <laughs> a surround sound element to uh, it. True. <clears throat> so, uh, how was your week this last week? It's fucking crazy, man. Busy as shit. Uh, both of my jobs. I mean, the one job that I do on the weekends is the same. But I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, I pretty much work 40 hours in two and a half days. Mind you, those 40 hours are been spl- been spent uh, playing Splatoon 2. <laughs> there was a lot of hours spent doing that, but when I need to be at work, yeah, there, I can't be on my games, you know? So... It's still crazy going to work at 9 a.m. and then getting off at 1 a.m. No, I... Going home and sleeping maybe four hours if I'm lucky, then waking up and going in at 9 a.m. and staying up till 1 a.m. again. By the time Sunday morning rolls around, I'm a fucking zombie, dude. Yes. And so, you, that zombie state seems to continue on well into Monday. It, it does. It usually doesn't really get out of me until Tuesday. And then I've only got two days to enjoy my non-zombie state. And yep. then it's right back, back to, to 40 zombie. hours. <laughs> you know? Jeez. So and that's on top of the what thirty yeah, something hours. Yeah, I work work thirty two hours at my other job. So between the two, it's seventy two hours. Jesus, Christ. and I've been doing 72 that seventy two hours a week. a week for almost nine years now. And then I drag you over to my place and we do two hours of podcasting every other week. Yeah, but I look forward to this because I don't get to be as creative as I used to. I used to draw a lot. I yes, mean, especially especially being before my son was born, I drew a lot more than I do now. But between the two jobs and the two kids. I'm just I'm wrecked. Yes. So, but you spent a lot of your time drawing while you were doing your weekend job, correct? I used to, yeah. But the person I take care of, I'm a caregiver on the weekends for anybody that cares. But the person I take care of, he is more tolerant of me playing video games because him and I can do that together. He loves to watch. Uh, but when I'm sitting there drawing, he loves to watch. Uh, he loves to watch. <laughs> but wait, if I'm sitting there drawing, he gets pissed. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, it's what. Which is weird because he likes my artwork. Yeah. But maybe you should just do it when he's out and about. I could, but I never know when he's going to return. And then the bitch thing about being creative is when you have an image in your head and you want to get it done. Yeah. It's not something I can like, okay, I'll remember this and do it later. I... I'm really one of those people who draws as it comes to me. I need to follow where my muse is telling me to go, you know? Let me get my violin out. You're going to get your... Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I got your violin right here. Let me unzip my pants for you, you know? Oh, I'll play that all night long. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sweet, sweet music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But uh, other than just being wrecked from work, just... Just gaming, man. Hanging out with my kids, you know. No, I get you. I, I, my life has been pretty much work. I mean, I, it, my job gives me the, the the choice to pretty much keep it during, you know, the five day weekday. But on occasion, I have to do work, and then now, I mean, I have to spend a lot of time 
trying to figure out how to do all the technical aspects of this podcast. And well, hopefully going back to the one mic for right now, we'll limit that because you editing those last two episodes had to have been rough because <laughs> like I've told my friends who have listened in on, I'm like, ah, they weren't that bad. I mean, there were some breaks and some echoes. I'm like, yeah, but you should have fucking heard them before he edited them. <laughs> yeah. And realize that it took about four to five hours an episode just to get to sound. Yeah, somewhat it sounded easy. it sounded like we were recording those podcasts inside of the Moss Eisley cantina there you know what i mean fucking crazy (laughs) minus the handy little you know soundtrack (laughs) yeah that would have been cool your skill obviously is being wasted here on this podcast you know <laughs> so. yeah i think i need to get on the voice or something yeah you, it's a hell of a voice you got there <laughs> yeah so it's it's been a slow week man nothing really to report what about you let's see here about me fucking work is driving me absolutely insane with deadlines and fucking switching goalposts and all the fun shit that goes along with that but uh you know i'm hanging in there on that are you talking about uh redesigns on board or what? yeah basically they you know i get something down done finished and they're like oh no or or going with this design, you need to change it. Why is it because you don't have it grounded <laughs> no, properly, it's or because what? it's being designed by committee? Oh fuck that! You're and not just by you know committee within the lab, but an international committee, and it drives me absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, there's nothing worse in a job than bureaucracy. You know, yep. it sucks. Everybody's got to have their input. Everybody's you know intellectual dick has to be stroked. Yeah, and well, they got to feel special for that moment. You know? Yep, exactly. So, and it is what it is. But I have, you know, every other Monday I get to come and sit down with you and I can bitch about it for a little bit. Yeah, no, it's totally fun. I love this for venting. <laughs> it's an awesome venting pool or tool. Well, pool also. <laughs> But yeah, I fuck. I, work has been driving me insane. It's uh, I've you know I've had my distractions. I finally, it seems like the dating sites worked. Uh, yes, to we, a point. we've talked about this off the air, obviously, but yeah. I'm very happy that you finally met someone where you're going on your third date here soon. We'll be going on our third date this weekend. We had a second date that was relatively successful that's and r- uh, we've been enjoying each other's company. That's fucking awesome because some of the, uh, <laughs> the things that you were going out with before. I mean, they seemed kind of cool up front, but when you show up to the girl's house and it's fucking Jabba the Hutt sitting there on the couch, I mean, oh, dude, you know, it's like, holy crap, dude. And I have nothing against fat women. I have nothing against, I, I'm not a pro body shamer myself. Oh, there's nothing. I mean, you, you let the fats fuck the fat. Well, they're not fat anymore. Well, I don't have anything against fat people either, <laughs> but fucking be up front about it, you uh, know? No. Yeah, be up front. Don't don't fucking show, you know, fake photos or altered photos or dis, um, fuck, dis, um, disingenuous photos. That's not the word I was going for, but it was the closest thing. Well, that's it's funny because like the girl that I'm specifically talking about, you look at her picture and she's obviously taking a picture, holding it up high, looking down just at her face. Yeah. You know, and the way that the iPhone selfie uh, lens is, it's a, it's such a wide angle lens that it makes fat people skinnier when angled properly. Yeah. Well, that's be- so she went from, you know, almost 300 pounds to 120 pounds just because of a fucking head camera angle. Yeah. It's either way you you avoided a bullet there. So. Yeah, and she was batshit fucking crazy. Well, she's a woman. They're all batshit fucking crazy just to be honest. She wanted to call me daddy. She wanted to go, oh, you should have let her, man. <laughs> you should have rode that train for as long as it would go and then just crash that fucker off of a cliff, you I know? just, I couldn't stomach it. It was not something that I would have gained any enjoyment and there was just a lose-lose situation <laughs> for both of us in that situation. Well, what would have been her loss? <sighs> Uh, she would have lost her daddy. <laughs> but you could have spanked her real good up until then, you know? 
I mean, is she, was she really like, was she really that fat? I mean, was she kind of like slap the thigh and ride the wave in? You know, she was almost needing a power scooter to walk around. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was months ago. So um, before any of you SJW faggots get on my case, I uh, used to be really fucking fat. Just in case anybody cares, so I can bash fat people all day long. Yes, so. I was, I was almost three hundred pounds myself yeah, at one point. I was so. not comfortable. I never was like, oh, fat is beautiful. It's amazing. No, fuck that. I was fat. I was uncomfortable. I mean, anything gave. I made jeans look like spandex. I mean, holy shit, you know, getting a wedgie all the time. You made junko jeans look like fucking leggings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, I probably would have sunk the Titanic if you put me on it. Fuck the iceberg. Holy <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't gonna, have even left port. No, I, wouldn't, I would have sunk it right there at port. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, that um, I finally found somebody that, I, you know, I could have, you know, interesting conversations with. She's younger. How much me, younger? About five years younger oh, that's than I am. That's not a big deal. My wife is about four years younger than me. Yeah, but I noticed there is still uh, most people that I come across that are about five years younger than me. There is definitely a generation gap between the mid 20s and the 30s. For sure. Yeah. Uh, she this 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 the person that's in my life now, she's got what I could only describe as an old soul. An old, old soul. soul. Um, which is refreshing. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but it's, you know, it's been pretty cool. I mean, we, we talk a lot, we text a lot and we had two fairly successful dates where we both pretty much enjoyed each other's company and, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Cool, man. Well, here's to the best wishing you many more with this particular, uh, woman. So thank you, sir. Indeed. Anytime. Thank you, sir. So, so have you been playing anything recently? Have you seen any new movies or I saw Dunkirk. You saw Dunkirk. And I have to I have to I've been fucking Alex from uh Thorskin. Ah uh, yes, they shouted us out on their last podcast. Our British brethren. Yes, from across the pond. Thank you very much. We much appreciate. Yeah, and anyone that likes our podcast and maybe wants something perhaps a little bit more structured should definitely head over to Thorskin. They're also on YouTube. They're fucking awesome. Yes, and they're quite... British. British. <laughs> but I love them for it. Which is shocking because I've seen photos I'm friends with with one of the yeah, I'm fr- the I'm, podcasters. Yeah, I'm friends with Alex also. You look at him and he looks like he's from, you know, yeah, backcountry well, fucking AZ. Well, he could be from anywhere in the US, but then you hear him talk and he's a proper Brit, you know? Yeah. So... Well, he's got... A, they both have a little bit of Cockney in their accent. I don't know about Cockney, so. but I mean, I... James definitely... They have a different... They're definitely not Londoners. Maybe they are. Where are they from? Do you know? Oh, God. And now you're going to have to look it up. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm going to Facebook stalk him. Which is funny because I actually have been to England and the only place that I went to in England was London and I fucking loved it. If I ever come into money and I want to retire someplace, that is definitely on my list of places to retire. I had a lot of fun in London. I'm sure I can't go to London. Why can't you go to London? Because London doesn't allow felons or England doesn't allow Are you serious? Felons, yes. Oh I didn't know that. I'm gonna look you're gonna There he is, Alex. Let's see where he's from. He is from Telford. I don't know where that is. Forgive my horrible American ignorance. But yeah, I don't know where that's from. Yeah. Or where that is. A Greek restaurant there. Um, oh, I'm sure the there is. Ugly Duckling Pub, which looks like it's got a nice little... That's a nice pint right there. Yeah, that's a nice pint. So, yeah. Thank you, Facebook. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyways, <clears throat> give him a look-a-see. So, yeah, I, 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 I've been meaning to get back to Alex about my thoughts on Dunkirk. And I figure now, 
Yeah, you might as well spoil it for me because it's a movie I'll probably never fucking see until it comes to Netflix. Well, spoilers, the French basically get fucked. Yeah, that's true. I guess it is based on history, so spoilers happened a long fucking time ago. <laughs> exactly. In my, I guess if I have to give it a few sentences. Wait, know, wait, who did you say gets fucked? The French. I thought this was about the Brits. The British actually fucking leave Europe. The French were left. Oh, no shit. I thought it yeah. was a bunch of Brits getting fucked up. Well, it was a mixture of French and British. Okay. It was what was left of the French army mm-hmm. and about 400,000 British soldiers were all pushed up against this beach by this, which I have to say was a really nice touch by Christopher Nolan in that he made the Nazis kind of like this unseen evil. He never, except for a few, there's like a one shot in which you see a blurred image of what could be a Nazi soldier. Okay. You never see the Nazis in this movie ever. So they're just getting surprise attacked all the time. Well, it starts off the way the movie starts off is you, it it, start, it opens up with a it looks like a squad of British soldiers going through the town just outside um, off the coast. Okay. And they're looking around. They're trying to find water. There's flyers coming down in English that says you are surrounded. Uh, assumedly, you know, produced and distributed by the Nazi army. And then as they're coming down a street, it just fucking this machine gun blast just goes off. And I saw it in IMAX. So it was fucking loud. And I have my hearing aids now. So it was really fucking yeah, loud. Blew your balls it, off. Like, huh? made me jump. It wow. was so like unexpected. It was like all of a sudden you hear this uh, MG42 fucking pelting bullets out at these unsuspecting British soldiers and they're all you know some of them are dropping one of them you end up following one of them and I guess and I don't realize this because I don't really follow pop music all much but I guess this movie was the debut of one of the what's that British boy band British boy band One Direction I guess one of the One Direction guys Oh, he's starting his acting career using this movie. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong. I mean, he didn't really act. He just kind of looked startled as necessary. There wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. Well, he was in a boys band, so that was probably came naturally to him <laughs> if he looked startled, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'd be startled all the time. They're so used to seeing dick. As soon as they get these chicks trying to show them their tits, they're like, what the fuck is this? What do I do with this? <laughs> they numb them. You know? <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> but uh yeah i they uh they get to they end up getting to the beach and it follows the soldier he ends up meeting a guy on the beach that's burying some dude and they're trying to find a way to get onto one of the fucking hey kirk what the hell are he's you doing? climbing the back of your chair yeah it's a naughty pussy kirk what are you doing battle boy he's a bad kitty <laughs> All right. Uh, you lost your train of thought? I lost my train of thought and kind of reverted to my crazy cat lady. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I love cats, too. But, um, focus. Yeah, Dunkirk. Focus, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> Talking about the One Direction guy being startled. Yeah, he was startled. So, you followed the soldier. Played by this One Direction dude, I think. I mean, but call me out if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about, so it I, could be Justin Timberlake for all I know. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it follows this guy. It follows the uh, British admiral who's trying to organize the retreat from, you know, mainland Europe. And then it follows these civilians, particularly one boat that were going, coming from England, going to Dunkirk to try to help get these people out of there. And it was a, for extended periods of time, it was a very bland movie. Okay. You mean it was just had a slow, it was slow? It was slow. Not a whole lot happened. Beautiful. I give it a six. (laughs) You could do better. No, that was a one. Um, it it was slow and 
one of the things that I had issue with it was that they tried to overcompensate for the fact that they were pushing for that PG-13 rating. Oh, fuck. It's PG-13? It's rated PG-13. Why so the fuck no would gore. you? Yeah, but why the hell would you do something based on World War II and make it PG-13? <laughs> I guess so that everybody can watch it because I guess what they were trying to do was make it more about the historical event and not so much about them getting slaughtered about them getting slaughtered okay. so you got these guys that are on the beach waiting to get on boats and you have these german fighters strafing them stuka dive bombers bombing them and they show they do enough to you know show people flying in the air what about u-boats is there any u-boats firing missiles there's a torpedoes? couple of ships get sunk by u-boats a couple of ships get sunk by Henkel bombers and there was one of my favorite things about this movie were the dog fights i'm pretty sure it'll be really interesting once they do like a making of but i'm pretty sure most of all the dog fight shots the air-to-air combat was really done really like it wasn't cgi that's pretty sweet there was only one point towards the end of the movie when one of the featured Spitfire pilots runs out of gas and he's gliding over the beach and you they do a, a shot where they're showing the plane and the dude's sitting in the plane. You could tell that the plane's stationary and that they green screened the background. Mm. But when you actually see the dog fighting shots and the planes in the air, those were real German planes. Those were real British planes flying. Of that era? Of that era. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean... We live in Arizona and we have that huge graveyard out here for planes. We have the graveyard. We have the Pima Air and Space Museum. Yeah. And it, it was it was really neat to see that they went so far as to try to keep most of the effects, if not all of the effects, pretty, pretty practical. I mean, there wasn't there. Were, if there were some fully computer generated scenes are really well done really well blended yeah they were tasteful they were tasteful well Christopher Nolan is an amazing director I mean I think he proved that with the Batman trilogy oh yeah so. I mean that the uh, the first the opening scene in The Dark Knight Rises where Bane fucking hijacks that plane and then that that whole scene was done like there was really yeah. a plane hanging yeah. off of another plane and he just he fucking filmed that and that was really cool yeah so cool well, i'm glad um, that you got to see a cool movie it was it was enjoyable it was dull it was like a a well-produced um, like historical dramatical dramatical you know interpretation like you know if you see some of the documentaries and they have those dramatic reenactments mm -hmm. to go along with all the facts and whatnot it was like that but done with you know a multi-million dollar movie budget yeah now <clears throat> how is it performing in theaters because i kind of heard it wasn't as successful as they were hoping it would be i don't know i haven't really looked into it all that yeah much. that's all i heard was just that snippet of it the only reason why i saw it was because my grandmother wanted to see it my mom was out for the lot she wanted to relive the glory she days <laughs> she's not that old oh, I mean, okay. she was a child during world war ii oh still she, she like a alive. young child oh, okay. like not really yeah so she didn't she wasn't a teenager until the 50s oh, okay damn my dad is if he was still alive would probably be older than your grandmother then how old is your grandma she's in her 80s yeah okay my dad would be 77 so they'd be pretty close in age they'd be pretty close yeah she's in her low 80s okay I think she was born in 33 or something. Like 33. That. Okay. See, my dad was born in 1940. So I think your mom, okay. your grandmother's older than you think. Yeah. By a little bit. She may be. She may be in her mid 80s. Mm. So let's tackle something that happened. I mean, it wasn't recently, but Chester. We actually, we actually recorded. We did. We did. This. We recorded an episode and it was this one Garrett couldn't save. It was so fucking trash that we were like, fuck it, scrap it. But this is still a topic I'd like to address. And that's the uh, suicide of Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Yes. May he rest in peace finally. Yeah. That what a solid dude, man. And, you know, especially someone from Arizona. He was born here. He grew up here. Uh, he was always 
willing to reach out to his fans. I've seen Linkin Park five times in concert, I think. Yeah, wow. And every time was a good time. Yeah, I, the last, the first and only time that I saw them was when they came here to KFMA Day, I believe, yeah, I, in 2014. I missed that show. It was a really good show. All of their shows were really good. I, I enjoyed it because it was uh, Living Things, I think, was the album that was out that yeah, year. Which was a good album. Which was a wonderful album. And it was, re- I feel, you know, very, wouldn't go so far as saying blessed, but I feel fortunate in that I was able to see him perform live. Yeah, it's definitely memories that I'll carry around with me too, because what a hell of a performer, you know? Oh, I know, because you get some of those bands, especially people that sing like him, that go in between a real heavy melodic uh vocal tone to you know that thrash metal screaming most people can't do that live they can get it processed well or they can practice and do take over take over take in the studio to get it to sound well most people can't fucking do that live and chester bennington fucking nails every one of his live performances yeah besides lincoln park i think the best live band i've ever seen is uh system of a down System of a Down is they switch between that. Yeah, beat on. Yeah, that's amazing. He's. Have you seen? (laughs) Have you seen System of a Down live? I've never got to see them live, and I hope I keep seeing. I follow them on Facebook, and they keep fucking you know teasing performances over in fucking Europe. Oh yeah. But I, I hope that they produce something again. I hope they produce something good, and I hope they fucking tour that shit here in Arizona. Yeah, no, they're an awesome band to watch live. But that we're getting sidetracked. Let's go back to Chester. Chester. So, anyways, it's real fucked up what happened. I mean, nobody can go into another person's mind and say, okay, why did they do this? I mean, only he knew that, and he took it with him to the grave. Obviously, I feel like I'm about like one like fidget to the left away from like kissing you that's okay (laughs) bring it in baby reel it in that's the only problem with using one mic is i feel like i'm just about ready to ride your crotch the entire show you know i I don't think our audience is ready for that (laughs) (laughs) baby steps they don't need that level of no uh, they don't need that orgasms (laughs) they don't need that kind of intimacy either i don't think they would want it either but anyways getting back to chester uh he killed himself on what would have been the birthday of Chris Cornell. Yeah, his and, dear friend. Yeah, his really good friend. And, and passed that, away, what, yeah, March? I can't remember when. I think but, it was March. Yeah, but he killed himself too. He hung he, himself also. Yeah, the same way that Chester took himself out. So there was obviously some kind of deep emotional just... I don't know, connection there yeah. that made Chester go through with that. And it sucks because he had a beautiful family, loving fans. But I mean, I guess that just goes to show you that at the end of the day... He had some fucking demons. Yeah. Some demons that just would not go away. And it's sad. It's, I don't normally get affected by celebrity death. Like, I remember you said... What was it? Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams and, affected you. And Michael Jackson affected Michael Jackson me. affected you. Yeah, um, I, I grew up loving Michael Jackson. That was like, the, that was the artist that got me into music. And you know what? As a boy, he probably would have loved me too. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true, right? He would have t- taken me into Neverland Ranch. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but I loved Michael Jackson and that fucked me up when he died. Cause yeah, he was my, he was my gateway into music. I remember my dad telling me that my cousin called in from work because he was too distraught about the death of Michael Jackson. But I think it was more just because my cousin didn't want to fucking go to work. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, they fucked me up, but I've never called off for work because a celebrity died as much as I loved him. I mean, they're not family. You're not yeah. on an emotional level like that. You know, I would probably get pretty fucked up when I found out Kevin Smith died, but that's only because I've had a special moment. Yeah, you, you got to sque- you got man. to squeeze his muffin to, top there a little bit, right? You got to squeeze him hard. Yeah, no, uh, it would. It's only family and friends that like would really fuck yeah. me up. But I mean, there's still that connection with the people that you look up to, and Chester was one of them. Michael well, yeah. Jackson was one. Uh, Chester's music fucking got me through some pretty hard shit, and really let me, you know, uh, express myself. 
I, I wouldn't through s- his music I while would- I was going through the shit with my ex, and you know, out of all of out of all the celebrity deaths that have happened in my lifetime, his was the only one that really fucking made me feel like shit that day. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he helped me get through things. If anything, I listened to a lot of Linkin Park while I was high on cocaine a lot. Like, specifically Meteora. We a hell of a drug. It is a hell of a drug, but me and my friend who used to do a lot of cocaine together, we would sit there and just play Meteora on repeat over and over. So whenever I hear any song from that album, I just immediately get the... <laughs> You know, I've got to do another line because that's what happened during that time period. No, I get you. So, it's kind of sad that that reminds me of that, but yeah, (laughs) that's going to be with me forever, that That album. That it will. That it will. So, anyways, that's enough depressing shit for right now. Yeah, I think so. So, I, I... I've debated about putting the last recordings topic in or like going over that topic again. Like I said, you should just put it back in. The, yeah, uh, I folders. think I will put it just back in. Just put so it back in there and we'll reshuffle it because then we have enough time to. Yeah, I feel I feel like I want too much spontaneity yeah, right no, now to, it's, to delve back in. I that. don't think I ever want to have a structured podcast. I think it's much better to just go on the fly and come what, you know, what's natural. <laughs> Come. Come. A lot. A lot. <laughs> so, is it your turn to shake it or is it my turn? I think turn? it's my turn to shake Did it. Did you shake it? I didn't see you shake it. Oh, uh, yeah. Shake that bitch, man. Yep. Okay, that's good. It fucking still smells like coffee in there. Mm. So. Come on. What is it? The best part of waking up is a little bit of triggered in your cup. Oh, shit. Snap! <laughs> so, talking about triggered, these people are permanently triggered. These people are fucking crazy. So, the topic that was just pulled out is feminism. So, we first, before we start this, we gotta check our white male privilege at the door. Yes. Because, you know. And we must have the disclaimer that all those that need their safe zones go and fucking get in your safe zone and jerk off in the corner I, of your safe zone yeah, listening to I, I think people Lockley. that need safe zones should be loaded in a rocket and sent to the sun. That's <laughs> one hell of a safe zone right there, you know? Or safe space is what they're calling it. Well, so. Is it a safe space? It's, I thought it was safe, No, safe, safe space. Zone. I thought it was a safety zone. Well, maybe at the U of A, that's what they call it. Yeah, so feminism. Feminism. And let me just put a disclaimer here. When feminism first came about here in America in what, was it the 60s, late 60s, early 70s? 60s or 70s. That was a totally legit movement because the way that women weren't allowed to, well, the suffrage movement was earlier than that vote, but the equal pay was actually a thing back then. Mm. Whereas today, it's not a fucking thing, no matter how much you neo-Nazi feminists claim it is. It's hilarious. You think America's bad and we don't have equal rights. Your your ass should move over to Saudi Arabia or one of those Middle East countries where they'll fucking stone you to death. You know, see how far your feminism takes your ass there, you know, where it's actually required. Those women actually have a rough fucking life. If anybody needs true feminism, it's the fucking Middle East yes. where they're treated like dog shit. But here in America... No, fuck that. That's insane. That it is. So, that's my two cents on just the initial opening. What would you add to that? So, I'm thinking about it. Okay. And... I hate bringing up my ex. Let's bring her up. She's... The prime example of my issues with feminism. Okay. Was she one of those neo-Nazi fucking crazy people? She... She was very much a proponent for, you know, equal rights. She was under the assumption that women don't get paid as well as guys. Hold on real quick. Equal rights. Name one job that doesn't initially, out of the gate, offer equal rights dependent on whether you're a woman or a man that would be illegal 
I mean, that would the it was. Well, yes, it's supposedly illegal. I mean, it's it's very similar to you know how most jobs can't legally discriminate against people with felony, but they always find a reason not to hire them, and that motivated reason is not the reason that they come up with, but it's because they have a felony. So mm. I can understand there are you know backlying issues, and I'm sure there are some companies that do treat women unequally, but it's not you know. It's not at this, the levels, the stages in which the movements would like you to believe. And my issue is that not so much that they have issues with, you know, perceived inequalities that aren't necessarily, you know, as prevalent as they say they are. My issue is that their version of feminism and... I guess not all feminists fall in this, but I think this this topic targets this group that yeah, I'm about no, to mention. There's a lot of quote unquote feminists that are legit and they're yes. cool. I'm talking about the crazy offshoot of feminism. The yes. The ones that have the louder voice that you find everywhere. The ones, the that, ones are, that CNN puts on the exactly. radio. The ones the, the ones that are posting on Facebook mm-hmm. that are telling you to check your white privilege because you're white. Well, the, or that you're a man. Yes, male privilege. There well, is. no, there's white privilege too. And, I understand. And all the feminists that, are behind that bullshit too. I mean, when I'm saying feminism, we're talking like full on SJW retard bullshit here. Because the new feminists that have sprung out over the last fucking, what, four years? That's where the category they belong in. Where's my beer, bitch? Your beer, bitch, is behind you. It's not my fault you don't have eyes in the back of your head. You, I mean, come on, dude. You're in control of the fucking beer opener. Uh, you put too much pressure on me, man. My God. We'll talk. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to fucking put this podcast on hold because motherfucker can't fucking put the beer in front of me. <laughs> nor fucking have I'm the not, taste. To- I'm not your beer, bitch. I want equality, goddammit. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> so, hold on one second. Let me lube myself up a bit. Lube yourself up a bit. <sighs> tasty, tasty. Tasty, tasty. So, I had this ex who was all into, you know, feminist issues. She was a blind Democrat, liberal that hated fucking gays. No wonder you couldn't keep an erection. Continue. <laughs> Not fucking gays, but you know. Fuck oh, I don't gays. have a problem with fucking gays. I'm talking about her, the way she stands on issues. I wouldn't be able to get it up, man. It doesn't matter how hot the woman is. The minute that shit comes spewing out of her mouth, my dick would go limp. That fucking joke went right over your head. About fucking gays? <laughs> What about fucking gays? I love fucking gays. You love to fuck gays? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't like the gays. She was a liberal. She was a liberal? Hillary Clinton supporting gay hater. Whoa, that's so weird that you hear of a liberal that hates gays that's like completely far right in this country you know and i mean i'm a republican but i have nothing against gay people i think that shit should be legalized period (laughs) so yeah she was a bit of a hypocrite in that regard Uh, apparently and the hypocritical mentality extended to the fact that she wanted equal treatment she wanted women to be paid the same, which for the most part, I'm not going to say that they're all paid. I understand there is still an issue with regarding to some companies, major corporations out there that do like to pay. And I'm not talking about the fucking actresses that get paid $5 million when their male counterparts get paid $20 million. Fuck you. You're making $5 million to fucking do jack shit in front of a camera. Yeah, that's a shit ton of money. I could do a lot with $5 million. You know how much cocaine that would buy? <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of cocaine, man. 
Not that I do cocaine anymore, but I'm just thinking back to... If you made $5 million, you would be able to do cocaine again. I w- <laughs> but, but I wouldn't because I have a problem with cocaine, as in it's too good, so I know better. Okay, yeah. No, I would buy a shitload of weed for $5 million. Dude, I would pay off my house. I'd pay for my daughter to go college completely paid free, you know, it's just, it'd be great. So... Back to the topic at hand before we get too fucking sidetracked. Cocaine, right? Cocaine. Okay. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. Um, the My issue is with feminists that want these so-called equal rights, equal pay, but then don't want to fucking keep a job or choose to get jobs that pay them less not because they're women but because the jobs pay less and I I can see the anger your veins on your neck are throbbing I have no part I have no problem I, I guess this goes into relationship issues See, my opinion is we live in the 21st century. Men and women have this equality now, which I am so thankful for because yeah. it takes a hell of a lot of load off of the man's shoulders. For sure. In the 1950s, the man fucking worked. The woman stayed home barefooted, making babies, cooking food. Hell, not even the, the 1950s, dude. My mom stayed at home and didn't do shit. I mean, she did do shit. She raised us kids, which is a hell of a job. Believe me, I'm not giving no credit to that. But my dad, I never saw my dad, like ever. I maybe saw him seven, eight hours a week. If I was lucky, he worked his ass off. And this is the shitty thing about my situation is I work two jobs. I almost never see my family. Yeah, no, I get you. And I mean, it's not that my wife doesn't work. She does. It's just that in today's age, if you aren't both working and maybe one of you working two jobs, you're fucked. Dealing the words out of my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to jump ahead. It's just... But yeah, I you can't... In, my, in, in today's day and age, you can't go into a relationship expecting the man to fucking take a 1950s role in the relationship, especially if you're a fucking feminist. If you're a feminist, then you need to take up your rights, take up that freedom that you want, get a fucking job, contribute to the household's income and stop fucking wishing to be, you know, doted upon by a man who's going to break his back to make ends meet in this world. Our economy doesn't support that shit anymore. No, not anymore. Not for a long time. I mean, I look back, going back to my dad, I don't know how the fuck he did it. It's just, I don't know how you were able to live off of the one source of income. I mean, granted, my dad owned a pet shop here in town. So maybe because he was a business owner, he had a little bit higher income than what would just be a normal working man. But still, the dude busted his ass. Bust your ass. And it's... I mean, it sucks because my daughter always comes and cries to me like, dad, I never see you. I don't even really know you. And I'm like, well, honey, I, what can I do? If I quit one of my jobs, you know, we're going to be worse off than we are now. So hopefully when she grows up, she'll realize that what I'm doing is kind of a sacrifice for her, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of hard to explain that to an eight year old. Oh, I know. Who money doesn't really have no value still. I get you. And it's, I don't know. My, my issue with feminism isn't so much the feminism. It's the double standard that most, most feminists have. Are you on Twitter ever? I try to stay off of it. It's probably a good idea. If you want to really see how deplorable modern feminism is, all you really need to do is have a Twitter account. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, just it's the, you know between the feminists and the militant vegans, they pretty much. Oh, fuck me you! Off. I'm not a militant vegan. <laughs> but let let me tell you an example of crazy feminism. 
there was a, a woman who I follow on Twitter and I love her writing. She's an awesome uh, author and she made a joke. I don't know, even know if it was a joke. It's more of a statement on Twitter like, I can't fall asleep and I swear to God, if anyone tells me to take Dramamine, I'm going to kill them. So, as a joke, I wrote down, you should try Dramamine. And, she's, and then she retweeted what I said and she's like, here we go with the fucking white male privilege telling me what to do again. And I'm like, really, bitch? Obviously, I'm being sarcastic and making a joke, but immediately it goes into white male privilege. White male. And she's white. <laughs> this is the hilarity of it all. I'm sorry. If there's anybody, if there's ever a group of people that have any, you know, right in complaining about white privilege, it's people that aren't fucking white. <laughs> it's just, well, that's the thing is a lot of people who are white. They side on these SJW uh, issues and they're like, oh, the white male privilege. I'm like, bitch, look in the mirror. What fucking color are you? And it doesn't matter anyways. All all races are valid. White or um, SJW. Social, Social justice, justice warrior. warrior. Yeah. Right. For anybody that doesn't know what the moniker is. <sighs> yeah. There's lots of them out there, man. I mean, welcome to 2017. You know, that should be, that's like on your resume. Are you a social justice warrior? And if you're not, then you deserve to be in a concentration camp. Well, yeah. Especially if you're applying for like Google or Apple or any one of those companies, you have to be an SJW because I follow a lot of, even like, oh, beautiful. That's an eight. Anybody like in Hollywood, anyone in the video game press, anyone in Hollywood, all those people, they all lean extremely left and their white guilt is just hilariously apparent. Yeah. And I've noticed, I've, I've watched, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm a Kevin Smith whore. Okay. We know. So I listen to a lot of his podcasts. I mean, he's, I, I got to give him credit. He's given me one of the main motivations to go out and do this with you. So I give him a lot of credit. I want to suck his dick. I want him to suck my dick. I'm sure he would. <laughs> Can I film it? That would be awesome. What would be even better is if we were doing it on top of a glass table and you were underneath watching from the boat. Fuck, fuck yeah. As long as I can beat off while it's going on. Oh, dude, I'm there with the camera. Just you know, oh, yeah. let me know. And I'm sure we'll let you pearl necklace up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, the imagery is strong with this one. <laughs> but... I I sense with him like he fucking had somebody kicked out of one of his live recordings uh-huh. because in reference to somebody that they were making fun of an audience met- member I guess shouted out um, something about this person having a Jew face a Jew face a Jew face. And he kicked them out. Okay, well, and see, that's fine because fucking racism like that is bullshit. So it is, but coming from somebody, I'm not what? racist, but I have no problem with racist jokes. I don't mind racist jokes either, but he's in a venue where he's exposing his opinions to a lot of people where it's unwarranted. Mm, I guess so, so that I'm okay with. But if know. you're around friends and family, I thought that was a bit. Well, I, what I was the joke? Tell me. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but they were making fun of somebody. And I guess somebody felt like they could be comfortable enough to say Jew face, say Jew face, albeit they were heckling and, you know, not all the time is heckling, you know, appreciated, especially in a live performance that's being recorded. Uh, That's one reason why I don't want to go live with you, because we're going to get some fucking crazy hecklers and you don't, I don't think you've ever seen me mad, have you? See, that's, that's, I think that's part of the entertainment factor of it, though. It's not entertaining when I get mad, though. The police are going to be called and I'm going to be dragged out and then, well, there was the podcast, all 15 minutes of it, because the minute we get a heckler, man, it's, it's not going to be good. I think it'll be, I think we'll be just fine. Yeah. Says you. Says me. It would be fun, dude. A, a live, I mean, we can talk about that yeah, later. That's but a later. Live One podcast day. would be fucking awesome oh, to We do. still need to, you were getting off sidetracked here for a second. No, you, you fucking sidetracked. No, I know. I'm saying I'm going to get off sidetracked by saying that I, uh, Alex from Thorskin podcast wanted to do a. 
a podcast together? Yes, I got a message from him. Okay. And he said that him and James would love to do a podcast with us. I have no idea how we're going to do it. I imagine it's probably going to be something recorded like over Skype or whatnot. Yeah, we'd probably have to do it on Skype. Uh, or Google Hangouts or something like that. Okay. But yes, that would be awesome. We would definitely love to take them up on that offer. As long as Alex and James don't mind that I'm not going to tone it down for their show. So, Well, I mean, I think they made it quite obvious and quite plain and laid out that in their first episode that they were non-PC that's true. I've heard them drop the F-bomb a couple times, which is good. Fuck the F-bomb. The F-bomb is almost PC. Nowadays. Well, that's true. And plus, they're from England. And I hear people from England all the time saying cunt. Where is the cunt? You know? Yes. And if, if, you, I, if you really want to find the social justice warriors, go to Europe. Are they worse? So, Alex, you'll have to let me know. Are they worse over in uh, England than they are here? Because they're pretty fucking rampant here. So. They are pretty rampant here. I, I'm, I, I'm going to say, fuck it, yes. The UK is the home of the social justice warrior. Ooh. I mean, they fucking fired Jeremy Clarkson because he clocked one of his producers. Okay. Yesterday, I was in a doctor's office. I'm not going to say what it was about. I had to fill out paperwork. Were you getting your butthole finger? I was. It was enjoyable. But anyways, they gave me paperwork to fill out, right? Okay. And one of the questions on the paperwork was, how do you identify? As a man, a female, or... All right, all right. First off, stop there. There are two fucking sexes. I, I'm getting to that. and female. I'm getting to that. And then how do you... What are your pronouns you prefer to use? This was a legitimate doctor's thing. What are your pronouns? It was he... Shouldn't be on the application. Uh, hey, you know what? I have a friend who's trans, and I fucking love her to death. I have no problem with that kind of shit. What I have a problem with is when people are like, you need to call me Zer or Z or they. It's like, fuck you. You're a he or a she, even if you're... Or people that don't tell their kids that they're male or female. They want their kids to discover it on their own. That's Canada. Canada passed that where you can get on a birth certificate where it's just non-disclosable. Well, yeah, but I mean, United States is fucking, they do that too. I hear a lot of fucking people my age that say, oh, I don't want to tell, I, I want to put them in ambiguous clothing so that they can discover their own sexuality. <laughs> Fuck you. If they have, if they're born with a penis, they're a man and they should dress like a man. Or... Well, if they're fucking female, they need to fucking dress like a female and, that's, and be called a her or a he until they are old enough. Yeah, old As enough in to 18 years old or whatever fucking age your government chooses to give you legal adulthood, mm -hmm. then you can go and start fucking around with your sexuality. Yeah, and I mean, which is totally cool. I'm fine with that. I love, uh, do you... Have you ever watched Blair White on YouTube? Anyways, she was born a he, and now she's a she. Is that that really hot trend? She is fucking fine. I would totally bang that all night long. I don't even care. See, now, if you get yourself to the point in which you are no longer physically the sex in which you were born, Dude. then fucking yes, go and call yourself a girl. But that does not mean you need more than just he, she, male, female well, on a fucking well, application yeah, and then you of any sort. <laughs> See, now we're getting triggered. This is good. This is good. I like this. But, and then they have this shit called like other kin where like, yes, I identify as a, as an octopus female who works at a movie theater on the weekends. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? You know? <laughs> I can get he, she. I can even get they. I can give them they. That's no, that's fuck fine. They. Okay, you, he or she. Fine, I get that. But when you start saying your other kin, or you you identify as a bar of soap that sank on the Titanic, nah, fuck you. I'm sorry. Just just <laughs> proper fuck off. You know, it's crazy. Have you ever had a rage boner? Uh, yes. Every time I walk down the aisle of uh, my local grocery store in the uh, soap aisle, I got a rage boner, but I love the smell of soap, dude. Scares the old ladies half to death, but... <laughs> 
They don't. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about a rage, but a, a boner that is brought on not by sexual arousal, oh. but by deep, utter hate, anger. Not hate, but anger. But anger. Um, I have a major fucking rage boner right now. Okay, yeah, I get that. Are you talking about like you'd want to fuck someone, like hate fuck someone? No. No, you're just pissed? I'm just pissed. And I have a fucking boner. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we taught... You know what's funny is we ended a... We picked out feminism and what are we on right now? It's, it seems to me that feminism is just part of the whole... Well, it kind of encompasses all this, right? All the whole SJW, if you want to go the hipster route. The bullshit. The bullshit. But you know, it's because you and I are both white and we didn't... Yes, we're both white. We're both white males yeah, and with blue eyes. And we're privileged. And we're privileged because, you know, yeah, I fucking barely survived because I'm drowning in fucking, you know, educational debt. Yeah, and both my parents died at an early age and I've gone through drug abuse, but that's because I was privileged. I got over that. Yeah. And it was not by my own volition, you know? No, no. I yeah. mean... Because of your white privilege, it, you were able to rise above. Of it. course, of course. Work. I, You know, I got to wake up every day and tell myself this. And that's after I beat myself with a whip over the shoulder to remind myself, you know, I was born white. You know, people need to fucking realize that there's a difference between being right, white privileged and being the 1%. Yeah. And 99% of whites are not in that 1%. Fuck yeah, I've met white people that are living way poorer than some black people that I've known. Hell, black friends. I've had some black friends growing up that are fucking rich. Their dads are doctors and shit. And then I've had some white friends who literally, when I go to visit them as a child, they lived in Ghettoville, you know? Oh, I know. I mean, most of my family coming out of Escondido, California, which is now, you know, whites are the minority. Yeah. Because, you know, fuck, you can't say whites are a minority because, you know, well, we, yeah, we're that. not a minority. We'll never be a minority. Even if there's only one white person left on the world, how dare you speak up, sir? How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It's just funny that we have to pay for the crimes of our ancestors. Like fucking slavery. Fuck that. That was a joke. And the minorities feel like they have to settle with the burdens of their ancestors. It, fucking you're a human fucking being. Make your own goddamn choices. Make them smart. If you choose to fucking live in the live with the, you know, social or cultural. I'm not going to say racial because. Because a lot of the shit that people say is, you know, racial is fucking cultural. Yeah, it's more cultural. Black music, black people talking in that black people speak is not because they're black fucking white people talk like that. Uh, it's it's a cultural thing. And if you choose to embrace a, a culture of uneducation, of fucking ignorance on no matter what your skin color is, then be prepared to fucking be looked down upon by those that fucking rise above the animal instincts of our past. Because we all fucking came from Africa. Yeah. We all came from fucking black people. And there was a day when there wasn't a fucking white person. Yeah, we were all, if you trace us back, we were all black at one point. We were so. all black, brown, either freaking squinted eyes or big nosed. Yeah. And, you know, it, we... The end, the end racism of is a construct developed by people. It is not something that naturally occurs. No. I agree. Uh, hopefully we move past it as the years go. I mean, I think we've reached a point of oversaturation where it's almost a joke at this point. It's got to be. A joke. I mean, You've that's. got to take it as a joke. I hate Trump. I think he's a fucking moron, but that's why he's in office. Where the fuck is Trump coming from? No, I'm saying this is why this motherfucker got in office. Oh, because of racism. Yeah, because you have all these way leftist ideas that are getting out of control and you have the people on the right saying no fuck you yeah and they ended up being and, more loud and they ended up being louder so look who we have as president you know what i mean yeah no i get you i get you so <clears throat> anyways that was a good topic on feminism slash social justice yeah <laughs> um uh, we're living up to our name with this episode <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of pissed off people that aren't going to get our contacts or take us out of contact which is good get them out of the mix right now yes i 
don't want those people yeah. listening to us. If you're that shallow minded where you can't have an open mind about things, go the fuck away. This is not the podcast for you. And take people, take, you know, real conversation, take, you know, you can't automatically assume because you're a social justice warrior and you fight for the pussy and you fight for, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that bullshit. If you can't fucking take yourself out of those stereotypes, all you're doing is creating more stereotypes. You're not well, fixing the problem. All these, anything, you're just, you know, setting the problem aside and creating new problems. Well, look at the safe spaces. Let's go back to that. What the fuck are you doing with safe spaces? Let me, get, let me give you a clue. You're segregating. Remember when segregation was a big thing in this country? Yeah. What do you think safe spaces are? Like when they have campuses like where no white people show up today. You know, this is just a black day thing. What the fuck do you call that? That is segregation. Yeah. Hello, McFly. Hello, McFly, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's like they have no brains. Like they don't think. Yes. Yes. You can talk. You can... <laughs> The thing is, is if you come off as somebody that is completely, you know, politically correct, trying to make everything, you know, friendly and equal, all you do is end up proving how ignorant you are. Well, equality is a good goal to have. I mean, that's why I, I don't consider myself a feminist. I consider myself an egalitarian. I think everybody should have equal rights, period, across the board, across the world. But when you have shit like feminism saying, no, check your white male privilege, what do you think you're doing? You're excluding. We might be a majority right now still. Yeah. But you're still excluding people. That isn't equality. Wake the fuck up, you know? Period. I hear you. I hear you. Completely on that. Yeah. And I'm done with that topic because now I'm getting a rage boner. <laughs> we can bump boners. I'll have a sword fight later. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's a good place to end it, my friend. Yes, I think that is. Um, we'll be able to cool down and... Yes. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> stay triggered, people. Stay triggered, my friends. You're <laughs> 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 <laughs>